Welcome back to Under Pressure, your favorite business building podcast for the pressure washing industry. And today I'm very excited to have with me once again, Jonathan Peters of TCAM Industrial Services. Jonathan, thank you for joining us. Uh, Jake, always a pleasure, man. Truly enjoyed the first go round. Look forward to this one. Absolutely. Not only did I enjoy it, but I know that our audience enjoyed that episode as well. We had a fantastic episode where we talked about some things we're going to be talking about today and getting into great detail on, which is um, supply chain issues and how to deal with them, resources on the TCAM industrial services site that I'm very excited to get into, and then some business fundamentals for pressure washers that Jonathan is going to drop some knowledge on on all of us uh, to help you grow your business and take it to the next level. Jonathan has been doing a lot with, with business growth and business education recently, so I'm very excited to you know have him on and pick his brain and, and get some of this information that's very relevant to pressure washers out to our audience. So, Jonathan, we really appreciate you coming on here again, and um, I can't I can't wait to see where this goes. Yeah, man, me too. I'm excited about it. You never you never know where these conversations are going to end up. Sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, because we say we'll start with there, but we might find a little rabbit hole to go down. That's right. <laughs> so to start off, what I want to do is uh, point everyone into the direction of Jonathan's website for TCAM, which is tcamis.com, TCAM Industrial Services. So that's www.tcamis.com. And I'm directing everyone to that website because of some of the fantastic resources that Jonathan has put up there. Uh, when you log in, there's a, a free download for six must-haves on your truck. Uh, this is a fantastic article. You have a button to talk to experts. And I just wanted to bring this up because a lot of times when people are starting out with pressure washing, they might go to Facebook or a forum and ask a question of, hey, what do I use for this job or what do I use for that job chemical-wise or equipment-wise? And I think that it's really important that while you do that and that's great in the community, it's also really important sometimes to go to the experts and talk to experts. And everyone's situation is different and based on area, job, all that. And so Jonathan, you're one of those experts that I'd recommend people go to. So my question to you is what resources on, on your website do you recommend um, someone just starting out in pressure washing or someone looking to take their business to the next level? What resources should they check out that they can find on your website? So, so the, the first thing, talking about the six must-haves, the reason why we put that together was is you know, like when you go to any, let's say you're doing a job at the house and, you, you know, you're working out of your garage, but it might be a, uh, you know, venture building, you know, several football fields away, you're taking your tools with you. Um, not something you want to have something go awry, you know, and then have to go back and forth and back and forth. So the idea behind that was, is, you know, when you go to a job site, um, you're going to wash a house with a roof or whatever it is that you need to have all these things in play. And not only just what you're using, but, you know, if a tip, you know, these, these tips, these quick connect tips that get put in, sometimes they get shot, you know, I mean, like one of the bearings may move and boom, there the tip goes, well, then you're stuck, you can't spray anymore. So, you know, tips are huge. Having pre extra pressure tips. Um, then with your trigger guns, something happens with your trigger gun, you can't access your water, you can't access your chem. So having a trigger gun, um, you know, hoses, Say you you know you're, you're you're doing a bunch of concrete and you're dragging hose and all of a sudden now the hose springs a leak you know you're stuck so you know those are those are three really important pieces that you need to have on your truck at all times um, so that's kind of the thought process there was is try to put a toolkit together that way it, you you never have to go down you never stop working um, 
you know, the like the higher end items, your motors, your pumps, things like that, you're not going to carry secondary items like that. Um, yeah. You know, you might have that at your shop, you know, if you're doing a lot of in-house, um, you know, um, repair work. But, you know, if, if you're just on the job site and you're looking to complete that job, I mean, anything post-pump is the way we try to talk about it. Post-pump, where the high pressure is going out, have those items there. Um, that way, if something does go down, you can replace it pretty quickly and you can get right back up and working. And can you speak to the importance of making sure that your your business is a well-oiled machine? So as it says on your website, you can save money, finish faster, and be successful. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and there again, that goes to that. So, you know, you're going to save money because you're thinking ahead of time. You know, you're thinking long-term. So, and, you know, saving money, you may not save money necessarily when it comes to buying a part in our store, you know, but what it's going to save you is your time. So instead of having to stop the job, roll up all the equipment, roll up all your hoses, or drop a trailer, come over, now buy what you need to go back, you've wasted, you know, an hour's worth of time. And I'm sure that's built into what you've, you know, what you've priced out in your job. We've just lost that hour. So, so that's the idea with that is, is, you know, save the money by relying on someone, a professional, you know, that can help you establish a baseline on what you always need to have, mm -hmm. um, you know, faster. I mean, the idea of having, you know, ready technicians that can work on something when you come in, um, not having to necessarily schedule things out weeks in advance. But if you break something on the job, you got to come by. We've got the parts. We've got the people. Um, we can get it swapped out and out within an hour or so. Um, that way you're back up and rolling that same day. Yeah. And it says it on your website, but this just proves the point. What you're saying is that you, you yeah. don't just need a, a store. You need a professional pressure washer partner. And it's so important to have a trusted source for, for the best chemicals, equipment, and, and know-how. That's right. You know, and we rely heavily on, I mean, we manufacture, you know, certain products in-house. Um, but then we also, um, you know, are a distributor for several companies, Echochem, F9, um, some of those companies. And, you know, we rely heavily on their knowledge. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we're quick to call them. We're quick to tap into those resources that they have available to make sure that, you know, we're supplying our group of, um, you know, guys with the right, you know, chemical to get the job done because there's plenty of different acids. There's plenty of different alkaline cleaners, um, all of which can, you know, work at some level. But ultimately putting the right thing in the hand of the person at that point in time, they're going to, you know, saves you money, gets you done quicker and on to the next job, which is just money in your pocket. So we saved well over 250K. Just this quarter, we have saved about $30,000 in credit card fees. Probably over $1,000 a month, at least. Over $150,000 this year alone. $180,000 the first year we worked with them, and it's growing every single year. Thank you, Pair Payments. Thank you, Pair. I would recommend them to anyone. Yeah, I just wish I would have done it sooner. Absolutely. And so, one of the things you had mentioned earlier, supply, and now we're talking about planning ahead and, and things like that. And so last episode, we talked a little bit about supply, supply chain issues. And so today, um, we're still dealing with supply chain issues. And this, this is a problem that is probably going to be ongoing for a while, I'd assume. So Jonathan, what are some of the solutions um, that you have for dealing with supply chain issues for these pressure washers? So what what we've had to start doing, um, and I'm like sure most um, most companies that have any kind of inventory, um, you're kind of just grabbing what you can get when you can get it. So, you know, we'll just use like, we just bought a bunch of motors. Um, we had the opportunity, 
um, it came up, you kind of got to make that, you know, adjustments, um, pivot, grab them, bring them in. And then, you know, the idea was kind of break this, you know, here, we've we got a campaign we're going to start rolling out, but we're going to start building some pressure washers, you awesome. know, some skid based eight gallon a minute units with these motors that we've sourced. Um, and there again, that's because with our vendors, I mean, we're looking anywhere between, you know, six to eight weeks on the front end of being able to receive any kind of units. Um, so everybody's kind of held hostage. So, you know, back to the guys that are in the field, I think it's the ability to be able to continue to work. So, mm -hmm. you know, if you've got a trailer mount unit and that's your only primary source of cleaning, um, you know, have you thought through maybe having a soft wash system? Now you've got a secondary source of cleaning, you know, having a, um, you know, like an air diaphragm pump with a, with an air compressor. Now you got a third source. Yeah. I know some of these things cost up front, but, you know, at the end of the day, it just gives you another option that you can continue to work. Because mm -hmm. what we're seeing is, is some guys are wanting to expand and they're kind of just having to source equipment wherever they can find it in the nation, no matter what that is. Um, you know, you may want certain specs, but you're not able to get them. You're just kind of taking what's on the floor. So we're trying to coach guys into thinking outside of that box and being a little bit more proactive, um, you know, if we've got a couple units sitting on the floor and you're thinking about it, man, just go ahead and make that purchase. Um, you, you can probably make that up in a couple jobs, but you know, put it into service. Make sure you've got a backup. That way, you're never down completely. Which, you know, I hate it for these guys that are running that way, but it really puts them in an awkward spot. Oh, absolutely. And could you talk a little bit about what we we had talked prior to the show about? thinking months ahead instead of weeks ahead. And can you talk a little bit to that? Yeah, exactly. Cause like I said, now lead times, man, they went from, you know, we would order a machine from someone it'd be three to five days. We'd get it right now. Yeah. It's like when we order a machine in, in December for a customer, we're still waiting on it. You know, I mean, it's just one of those things. And so the idea is, is to, you know, when you're planning your work, because I know now these guys are in season, you know, I mean, they're scheduling weeks out now. So, I mean, if you've got three or four weeks worth of planned work already there, and if your pressure washer goes down, I mean, what are you going to, you're going to lose that business, not just once, <laughs> yeah. you're going to lose all that repeat business consistently now, mm -hmm. you know, and I guarantee, you know, there's going to be Google reviews that are going to say that, you know, somewhere um, that everybody else is going to see. So, I, you know, the idea of what we're trying to tell people is, you know, think through the process, make sure you always have stuff. And we're trying to educate guys when they come in, like if, if we're seeing a shortage in one area, you know, we're trying to give them enough notice. Hey, this is what we're being told. You know, this is what we've got in stock. I would suggest you go ahead and get this, um, you know, uh, bleach or sodium hypochlorite house wash, whatever you want to call it. That's a prime example. You know, that market right now is, um, you know, it's been consistent and steady, but we're starting to hear that there's going to be some fluctuation in it. Um, so what guys need to start doing is, is cause it's a cheap product to clean with. So most contractors that are using that, it's because it's cheap. They can clean, you know, it, it does the majority of the work. It's an alkaline cleaner. But if that market goes cold all of a sudden or goes dark, you can't get bleach. What are you going to do? Because if that's the cheapest chemical that you're used to using, are you pricing in the thought process that you might have to use another alkaline cleaner um, that might be a little bit more expensive? You know, we're, we're, we're starting to try to educate guys on that thought process. Like I said, luckily right now, bleach is still available. You know, we're still able to get it. We're still able to sell it. 
but you know, I have heard some rumbling that there might be a pause, you know? So we want guys to start thinking now that, you know, like we'll just use clean salt BC and EchoChem product. You know, it's a great alkaline cleaner, um, great for oxidation on vinyl anyway. And, you know, and where I live in North Carolina, there, there's vinyl, um, you know, villages everywhere. There's every, you know, vinyl everywhere. So, so the idea would be to take that product and go in and you can still accomplish the same thing. Yes, might cost you a little bit more on the front end as far as your chem costs are concerned, but might be a great opportunity to raise your prices a little bit anyway and reset your base. Um, so we're trying to start educating guys on that thought process. Absolutely. That's so important. So that is, that's some great information right there. And th that just goes to show why you need to speak to experts to say, all right, how can we pivot in this time, uh, this time of shortages? What ways can we pivot? And are, are there any other supply chain um, solutions that, that you can think of that, that would help someone with the pitfall of supply chain issues? Yeah, I mean, what what we're seeing too is is we we try to tell people too. I mean, it's yeah, we would like all the sales. I mean, who doesn't want that in business? But you know, we are trying to build relationships with um, you know Manatee down in Florida, um, you know Trudy, you know Panhandle. There, we're trying to build these relationships so that way we can kind of help one another out. And if we've got to reach in to something they've got, if they've got an excess, you know, we'll buy it from them and just resell it. I mean, just. Or we'll point people in that direction. We're just really trying to create in that community um, so that way we can still supply our customers and keep them working. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, that's what it matters is as long as they're continuing to work, um, they're going to continue to come back. may not have it at this moment, but you know what we're going to do? We'll have it in three or four months. You're going to need it again. Then we can get it from you. You know, So, so that's kind of the thought process. So you know, we encourage guys that if, if they source something somewhere, that we don't have that they want, you know, give us a heads up, let yeah. us know what it is. Um, if they've got a good working relationship with that individual, Hey, would you mind sharing that information with me? Because I would love to reach out to them. Um, so that way we can make sure that, you know, we could be a secondary supplier for that product. If, if they don't have it, you know, it just, we're just trying to constantly, um, change on the floor. I mean, in our showroom, you know, we have our standards, you know, that we always have things that we manufacture, things that we sell. But then there's kind of another section where, you know what, that's kind of an ever changing, you know, like an end cap. You know, we want to make sure that is a kind of an always changing thing. So that way we can always add in new product. Um, we can keep guys um, up on what they want because I, I think you're I think you're finding out this industry is a gadget industry. Yeah. So it seems <laughs> um, so there's always like the next greatest thing. So, you know, we want to try to make sure that we're accommodating that um, because it, it is good. It's good to see the market change. It's good to see new guys coming in. We got a lot of new pressure washers this year. Um, we've seen first time in the season, a lot of new trailer builds, which is great. But it's allowed us to learn um, from, our, from our customer base too. Not just we're giving them knowledge, but we're learning from them on the things that they've seen in chats, the things that they've seen on podcasts, the things that they've seen in YouTube. Um, so that way we can learn and grow and make sure that we've adjusted to keep them in the field and working. Absolutely. And so we are going to talk about that a little bit more when we get back from the break. But this is a great time to take a moment to hear a word from our sponsor, Pair Payments. And when we get back, we're going to talk about dealing with changes in the industry. 
All right, we'll see you in a moment. You certainly can't afford to give profit away for no reason. But what if I told you credit card processors may be overcharging you and robbing you of profits you've worked hard to earn? It's time to put an end to being overcharged for payment processing. It's time to take back your profits. That's why we've put together a free report, How to Avoid Being Overcharged by Your Payment Processor. Head over to TakeBackYourProfits.com, download the report, and put an end to being overcharged for credit card processing. You've worked hard for your sales, and you deserve to keep it. What are you waiting for? Go to TakeBackYourProfits.com and download your report today. All right, and we are back with Jonathan Peters of TCAM Industrial Services, who so far has given us a lot of fantastic information on this podcast today. But we are going to get into something I think is very important, which is the industry's changes that, that you mentioned before. The industry is always evolving. This is an industry that's now rapidly growing, and that rate of change seems to be increasing. Uh, so, Jonathan, what resources regardless of what kind of resources, but what resources and people to look to would you recommend that, that people really keep their eyes on so that they can keep up with these changes in the industry? You know, it's interesting. I know, um, you know, print material seems to be kind of obviously going, going by the wayside, but we get the Cleaner Times magazine. Um, it's fantastic. It, you know, yeah, a lot of ad-based for, you know, some of the big suppliers, but they do a lot of good... Um, stories, a lot of good information based on what's happening, events that are coming up. Um, that's another thing, like going to events. Um, I'd never really been big into those, but last year I started um, at the huge, you know, the huge convention, and I've been to a couple this year, and it is, it is a great source of information. Um, you can really start, you know, face-to-face -face conversations with people that understand the products um, you get to rub shoulders with guys that are doing the same thing you're doing too. So I, th those two things are huge. And then, you know, uh, guys that are doing this, I mean, like Manatee, I mentioned them earlier. Um, you know, Jared and TJ, those guys are amazing. Um, they put out a lot of great content, um, really cool to hang out with. I've enjoyed getting to know them and they are just willing to kind of help you do whatever. So, you know, guys like that, um, you know, the engines that I was talking about earlier, they did a breakdown on the engine that we're using too. So they, they actually, you know, took it apart, showed the innards, you know, did all that stuff. So that way you, you can get confidence based on it. Um, so that, to me, that's huge. Um, they're going to mention Trudy again. You know, she's, she's kind of going around and doing the circuit a little bit too. But you know, she's a wealth of knowledge. Um, not only is she selling things, but, you know, they're using it day to day in the yeah. field. Um, so I, I'm getting to know them more and more. So, you know, we, we've kind of stayed to North Carolina for the most part here, but now as we're kind of branching out a little bit and getting to know people, it's nice to build those relationships. Um, another guy, we started carrying his product, um, Caleb, you know, with Stain and Seal Experts, man. I know I know you were there, the you know, his show like we were. That dude is amazing. Um, so I would encourage any anybody that's hearing this to get, get a hold of his podcasts. Um, that man is a, not only is he a wealth of knowledge when it comes to Stain, and fencing but just in general um he, he's really willing to kind of put that out there absolutely um so but the, you know and there there's there are forums for um you know pressure washing i know ron musgrave has a has a big group together um another shameless plug we're doing an event with him in july you know here locally so you know i've gotten to see his content and how he posts and he's just concerned about helping guys do the right thing and make mm -hmm. money you know and as a supplier, ultimately what it turns into is not so much about just putting 
you know, um, a part in someone's hand. It's imparting knowledge on how to use it. You know, how, there again, the tagline, save money, do it faster, you know, those kind of things. It, it really speaks to oh, that, yeah. you know, just a, this is a good group of people that just care about their customer base and that they're able to take this industry to the next level. You know, it's not just considered the $99 house washing anymore. You know, this is a profession that's growing and we want to make it that way for our guys. We want to see them succeed. Yeah, and I, I love the fact that you brought up the events here for the for the resources to keep up with the industry because that's where I met you. I met you at an event. I met a lot yeah. of these people you've mentioned. I've met at events and they've been on this podcast. And I do want to say as well that Under Pressure Podcast and Pair Payments will be at that event. Uh, and not only will we be at the event, but a lot of people that have been on this Under Pressure Podcasting and imparting fantastic knowledge on our audience will be there as well. So. I'd love for you to give the details of the event if you have them handy. Man, I, I wish I, hang on, let me, I can find them for you. But it's it's July, um, I think it's 10th and 11th. Um, let's see, no, that's not right. I think it's the 13th and 14th, I think it's in July. Um, you know, it's here in Greensboro. Um, we're still kind of finalizing the list of speakers that are gonna be there. Um, the focus is not so much just talk. It's it, classroom work, yes, but then it's going to be a lot of hands-on work. The idea is to train. You know, we want to give you the knowledge. Um, we want to put you in contact with, you know, the Caleb's of the world. Because, um, you know, what we found out is we've kind of gotten into the stain game a little bit is guys are scared to stain. You know, they think that, they think that it's going to cost more and not be as time effective. But it, in the, in the grand scheme of things, they're actually going to make more in staining than they will in pressure washing, you know? So it'll be great to have that expert there to kind of tell them that. Yeah, you can find you can find so much information at these events, whether it's uh, new gadgets, new equipment, new chemicals, uh, new relationships, everything, new ways of doing things. And all of this is stuff that you can use to leverage to improve your business. So I highly recommend going to events like this. This is a free technical training event that you can register at nationalcleaningexpo.com in Greensboro, North Carolina, right? And so, Jonathan, you had mentioned um, these events and, and how you, you meet so many people there, right? I think that's another aspect of this. Not only are you getting all this information, but at these events, you really have to go to them for networking. Now, you're not just getting the information from the person one time, but now you can get them in your circle. You can really befriend people and everyone's willing to share information at these events. There's a huge willingness to share. And as we've said on these podcasts before, rising tide raises all ships, right? So if you can get someone in your circle, Jonathan, what has that done for you? And what do you recommend uh, about that? Is it is it going and finding a mentor there or finding coaching opportunities there? What can you do to leverage the person aspect of these events? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great question because, um, you know, we... We actually found coaching by attending these events. You know, I was introduced to to Bergflow, um, you know, through one of these events. And after conversation with Wesley and Dirk, and you know, and spending some time with their team, I, I was just floored at you know the system that they had. But not only that, but just the level of care they had for you know an individual, and that meant a lot to me because. It wasn't just, all right, well, if I potentially hire these guys to come in and help me, you know, make my business better, that they're just after billable time. You know, that that's not what it was. And so 
so when I did sign on with them, you know, and then now I've spent even more time with them in the coaching aspect, it is just tremendous how, um, how invested they are in our success. You know, they truly want that. I would have never found that if I hadn't gone to the event, you know, I had heard about it, not them necessarily, but just in general. Um, but I would have never had the opportunity to make that decision. And if, if I hadn't have taken the time, go to the event, be open to seeing something new. Um, and then when, you know, then when we made that decision again, it just, the amount of resources that we already have access to, um, it's already changed the game for us. You know, we have already, you know, be, began to think differently. You know, the way we manage our team, the way we're looking at our financials, just everything so we can progress forward. Um, it had become really clear to me that as the business owner, that I had become the ceiling. You know, I had become the hard stop. And for years, I had thought that my guys would be that, you know, that we would we would have too much work for them to, to do. But in theory, it was me that was stopping that growth period. So it, it was a it was a rude awakening but it was a long time coming and I'm just, I'm grateful that um, I've been able to link up with some, some great people that truly care about whether or not I have success in business. So it, it's been Absolutely. good. Absolutely. And um, the one thing I do want to say is that we, we've had Dirk on this podcast before, I believe it was three nice. episodes ago. And we talked a little bit about Pivot Point, which is a free event uh, that you can just go to even if you aren't a client of Bergflows yet. Um, and I emphasize yet because you'll be floored when you go there. Um, Jonathan, I actually recently saw Jonathan at the last pivot point that we discussed on that podcast, and it was incredibly impressive what, what you were able to learn, right? Like you really do realize that you are the ceiling because not only can you be working constantly on your business, but you have to be working constantly on yourself so that you are the catalyst that's taking your business to the next level through just all of the structure and, and mindset and um, the whole way you lay out your business and have the foundation for it for growth. That's right. You know, and I, I, one thing that stood out to me the most about that event was Dirk um, gave an example of like the monkey train where, you know, you're reaching up and holding one and then you're reaching down and holding another. And it was so key to you're, you're looking upward at someone that, you know, you, you have as, potentially a mentor, um, but you're trying to reach that goal. And then you're on the back end of that, you're looking down and you're trying to help someone on top of that too. Um, that way, you know, if, if the train is all moving upward and you're progressing that way, it can only benefit everyone, you know, and that, that really stuck out to me um, because you can see him doing that. I mean, a successful man and I, you know, he, he shared a little bit about, you know, who his mentors are and what he's looking to. But then again, he had a room full of people that he's holding his hand down and, and trying to drag along mm -hmm. the way um, because he cares that much about it. So yeah, that was, that event was really cool, man. It was, um, it was eye opening, a lot of information, but these guys are on their game, man. They know their, they know their stuff. Absolutely. And so if anyone in the audience is curious and wants to hear a little bit about that, and you didn't hear Dirk's episode, check out the episode. Is your team prepared to pivot featuring Dirk Van Rienen? Um, and you know, Jonathan, as I know that you are, you're deep into this. You are, you're really into all of this coaching and, and growth right now. I've been able to see you grow and I know a lot of what you're up to. So I'm wondering, are there business fundamentals for, for pressure washers that, that could get them to the next level that you could impart on them? I know that there's a lot that you're probably thinking about and, um, and implementing in your own business, 
but is there anything that you could share with pressure washers that you've learned through this journey that you'd say, hey, you know this industry well. Is there anything you could say, hey, I really recommend you prioritize this and you do this so you have the right foundation to grow? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, and I'm sure it's not just this service-based you know, industry. They're, I'm sure all services are the same, but they just don't have help. That's what they're saying. You know, so that is the, that it's probably across the board. Everybody needs help. But when you sit down and talk to them, the mindset seems to be that, well, they're just not willing. They're just not, I'm just going to do. It's like, there's always an excuse about, you know, they can't do it well enough. Uh, you know, it's like, man, when does, when does that mindset shift to where, you know, you start investing in the thought process of growing talent, not being scared that they may or may not take customers from you. Um, but you're, you know, you're growing them. And I know we've got several customers that really, they try to incentivize and they seem to do a good job, but yet they still have this constant turnover. Um, so as I'm learning, as we're going through this coaching, um, you know, phase here that you've got to build your team, not just people that are looking for jobs, you know, but the, what are they bringing to the team and what am I giving back to them? I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, even like in a mentor mentee relationship is what am I giving back to that mentor in return? You know, I'm just not going to go take all the information and then go home. No, there's got to be mutual um, gain there. So if you look at your employees the same way, and I just had this conversation with a guy the, the other, the other week um, when I got back from Dallas, actually, it's what are you trying to get in return? What are you giving them in return? It's not just a paycheck, but are you vested in their family? Are you vested in, you know, if they're young, are you vested in their future? You know, are you helping them grow? Are you, are you teaching them outside of pressure washing? And unfortunately, like what we talked about earlier, a lot of these guys are just looking from, all right, what do I have today on a Thursday to what do I have today on, you know, tomorrow on a Friday? They're not looking down the road when, you know, in October and November, when it starts getting cold again, what are you going to do? You know, that, that plan should be in place now, not waiting till September to try to now all of a sudden, you know, add a whole nother avenue to your business of things that you never have claimed before. It's not the time or place. So, you know, guys have to sit down and think through that process. They've really got to think about, okay, the house wash business right now is, is busy because we're in season, but what happens when people go back to school? What happens when the weather changes? You know, what happens if it snows? You know, if the temperature drops below freezing, you can't spray water outside necessarily. Nothing's going to mm -hmm. clean. What are you doing? You know, and we try to talk to guys about, you know, cleaning trucks or fleets as well as houses, as well as these things, you know, try to, you know, pick up a commercial property instead of just residential, you know, keep those, those commercials and those fleet washing um, customers there because they just, they're constant. They always have to happen. I don't know about, you know, up in Boston, but you know, the North Carolina department of transportation loves to, loves to have clean trucks and they'll make sure of that. So, you know, we got a great market for that. But, um, you know, we try to encourage guys to stay on top of that thought process. That way it's not just a matter of reacting that you're, you know, you're, you're thinking into the future. You're thinking about how you can scale your business. Um, but then again, you can also pivot when something comes in on you that you weren't mm -hmm. expecting and you can still continue to keep your guys busy as well. I as love that busy. because not only um, do you have to 
thinking in the future can seem daunting, right? And, and knowing that there are going to be challenges that are unexpected is going to be daunting. But one thing we just talked about that can be a great solution for that is the mentorship, the, the coaching, and just networking with other people. You can look to people who have done it before so that you know what that model looks like moving forward. You just don't have to come up with them and say, all right, what does it look like if I'm thinking out in the future? What are these challenges going to be? You can look to someone who's done it and say, hey, this are, these are some challenges you might run into, and this is the model I used. So, what would you say to that? Is that a good way to do it? Just talk to other people, look to what they've done, and try to use as much from other people as you can? Absolutely. You know, and the event in July, it's as much about that as it is in anything, you know, because we've got guys that come into the shop now, and we've got, like I said, we have a lot of new um, pressure washers, you know, come in. Like every season, we have a, we, you know, a pretty good group of guys that'll come in that are new, and they're always trying to find out information. And, and luckily we have a, you know, some old timers that love to talk and love to give that knowledge. And that's really what it's about, man, is putting those two together. And these guys are willing to share the model because at the end of the day, if they're doing a good job, they're not going to lose the business. But now what you've done is you've taken the industry and you've raised it up. They all complain that these guys are out here making money at $99, you know, per house wash or stuff like that. Well, then you're not doing a good enough job educating your customer base to know that that's not what they want. You know, so instead of trying to, you know, <laughs> cut each other's throat all the time, how about you yeah. start educating each other and then that's going to bring that market up. It's going to raise everybody up. And that's 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 what helps everyone out. I know? love that because instead of a race to the bottom on price, it's a race to the top on service. Yeah. Exactly. And what that does is it's so it does so much for your business. You can you can raise your prices and have it be warranted because your your service is is higher. It's it's you're you're reaching a better service. So I, I think that's also important and thank you for holding that event. That's that's gonna be an amazing event. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, man. It's our first one. It, it's gonna be be some trial and error, but we're we're really stoked about it. Can't wait for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So we we talked a lot about uh you know, coaching and mentorship and, and everything like that. But if someone says, hey, I've gone to some events and I haven't found someone to look to as a mentor, what's your advice for them? How does someone find a mentor in this industry? And how do they even know who to look up to? So, you know, so what's they're going to kind of goes back to that, that future mindset, you know, um, what are you looking for? Like, what is what do you want to get out of this industry? You know, is it just to you know, supplement kind of your full-time job, you know, what you're doing here and there, which is fine. You know, there, there's still, there's still some validity to that. And we have a lot of guys that have been doing that for years. So, you know, so there would be a good place. If this, so if you want to stick with that, if it's a part-time gig for you in the summer, find someone that's doing that. You know, um, if you're looking to make a full shift, come out of your full-time job and, and turn into this, you know, find someone that has, I mean, I would say several years, but in this industry, it seems to fluctuate quite a bit. So, I mean, I would say at least someone with five years experience, um, that way they've been through the ups and downs, um, and they understand what it means. They've, they've seen several cycles when it comes to winter because we, you know, we've had some mild winters here recently, you know, several, five years ago, we had some really harsh winters. So, you know, that, that changes your mindset, you know, and if you're going to go two to three months with zero revenue, I mean, if you haven't planned for that, you're going to be in trouble. Um, so, you know, really kind to find that person that fits what you want to make out of this and then latch on to them. 
yes, all these guys that are pushing all these giz, you know, you know, gizmos and gadgets everywhere. That's fun. You know, that's fantastic. But at the end of the day, you know what? That's not washing the house for you. You still have to go out and squeeze the trigger. Um, I've even encouraged a couple guys. We have um, we have one customer that has been washing for 30 years. Um, and I've actually encouraged some new guys. I'll give him his number. I said, give him a call. He would love to work you. You know, you go out and work with him for a day or two. He'll show you. He doesn't care. You know, he loves that thought process. And then sometimes what has happened is, is they'll end up contracting with him. So he gives them work right off the bat and they're learning under him, but yet it's their own business. So there are tons of guys out there like that that are willing to help you. A, because there's so much work out there. Um, and B, they don't have the time to do it. So it's just, they're willing to help. So find those people, you know, find out who you're after, um, what you want to become, and then latch onto that person and just ask, and then also be willing to give back. You know, what can you do to help them out? Pick up a job for them, give them a referral, you know, all those things. So that way it's kind of going back and forth. Wow, thank you. That's great. <laughs> That's some great information. And because Jonathan has his finger on the, on the pulse of the industry, and he's given us such great information. There's such great information on his site. I do want to bring it up one more time. It's tcamis.com. Go check out the articles on there. I know we talked about it last episode, but Jonathan, you have some fantastic articles and news on your website. And if someone's looking to really get their finger on the pulse because they're listening to this episode and say, wow, the industry is changing. I need to get my finger on the pulse. Go look at events, look at the event in North Carolina that we talked about, and go look at Jonathan's website where you can find experts, talk to the experts, and find all the equipment and the chemicals and all that, but also you have some fantastic articles. So I'd love to drive people to the TCHEM website. <laughs> fantastic resources. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, and reach out, um, get on the email list. Um, that way we can send you, you know, emails with videos, with updates, with, you know, if, if we have any product that interests you, um, those kind of things, but that we can't, we, we can't find you if we don't know who you are. So, you know, make sure you do that so we can kind of get you in that list and we can start getting to know you because we want to build that relationship and we want to make this as good for you as it is for us. You know, that and is means that. And that's why I want to push this website and push Jonathan, um, as, as the knowledge here, because you're a fantastic knowledge, knowledge base. And I, I appreciate everything you're doing for the industry resource wise. So thank you, Jonathan. Thank you for being here to impart this knowledge on us today. Awesome. Jake. Yeah, absolutely. Me, so thank you, Jonathan, for a fantastic episode. And thank you to our audience. Uh, for joining us today. This was a great episode with another great expert in the pressure washing industry. Stay tuned for the next week or the next coming weeks where we have a fantastic roster of guests that I've met at all these events that will be coming to join us again. You'll see some familiar faces where we dive deeper into some topics we've covered and where we get into some new topics. So thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you next week. If you haven't subscribed, go ahead and smash that subscribe button. And don't forget to hit the bell so you won't miss our next episode. This episode was produced by Jake Aronson. This has been a Pair Payments production.